What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast. We are a community of people who seek to be intentional about how we think and behave towards an intended goal. We believe that what we say, think, and do governs our ability to make progress towards our goal and ultimately lead to success. So in simple terms, it is the action of being intentional and making progress on purpose. If you are new to the pop family, hello, 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 please let me know if you are new to the pop family. You're certainly not here by chance, but I believe that there is value in listening to this podcast. And even after this episode, please leave an honest review on uh, the listening device that you're listening on, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or uh, Google Play. And I thank you in advance. It is how um, the podcast grows. Okay. And to our dedicated listeners, hello, hello, hello. We are back with another purpose-filled episode, and I am so happy to have you back. I'm also saying hello to everyone who is on Instagram. I'm actually doing this particular podcast live on Instagram at Progress on Purpose Podcast. And I think I'm going to do this a little bit more often because it's kind of fun. Um, but uh, please help us grow the community by sharing the show as well as, um, you know, even hit share now to your friends or send it in their DMs. Let them know that we are doing a live episode. Today I'm talking about five things to do instead of or before you quit or before you give up, okay? Just by way of quick announcements, I want to say thank you to everyone who supports the show by way of going on to makeprogressonpurpose.com, shopping the merch. I got my hat on today. It says, go for it, sis. Right? I got my camo on because I'm here for war. But, you know, I got it in black, too, for, for anybody who's interested. Um, but you shop the merch. You listen to the show. You comment um, on your favorite listening platforms. And all of that lets me know that there's that you find value here. So thank you for joining into this community. Um, okay, so I want to jump right into it while I have your attention. So we're going to talk about five things to do. Instead of quitting, because we all know that quitting is whack. Like, let's just talk about it for a second. Quitting is whack, right? It literally is a concession to the enemy. Like, you telling the enemy or you telling your adversaries, you telling your haters that I'm done. It's also, and more importantly, a slap in God's face because he's placed something inside of you that he has um, gifted you with, trusted you with, and you are saying, no, God, this is too much for me. Uh, you messed up. <laughs> this, uh, you, were you sure that you allocated this for me? And it's letting him know, like, hmm, it, it, it's almost like you telling God, I'm not ready for this when he already gave you permission to walk in it. That's what quitting does. And although we understand all of that, although we understand that it can be um, a slap in God's face, it can be a concession to your adversaries, to your haters, we still find reasons to give up. We still find reasons to do it. We still find reasons to quit. And it's totally natural. It's totally human. 
It's also justifiable, especially when we think about that silent war that's going on inside of us to do God's will versus doing our own will, right? And when we think about all of that, we have to find a a place where we can be honest with ourselves and even honest with God and say, hey, this is where I am. Like, let me, can I just, can I, can I just be honest for a second? Because yesterday, what was yesterday? June 30th, Michelle was quitting. I was ready to quit. Many of you know that I have a, um, I have a business. I don't like to say small business anymore because ain't nothing small about it, okay? But I have a business um, called So Naturally Talented. And under that brand, I have the Bossy Boutique, which is a um, luxury boutique line of bow ties that I launched over the summer. It is geared towards um, that unapologetically fashionable woman who is about her fashion, who loves to show up and show out like her, she speaks for herself without words when she walks in the room. That's who I'm talking to. And I'm gearing up to do another shoot actually next week. And so last night while I was actually all day yesterday, I was just so emotionally all over the place. And I was, you know, preparing the fabric, preparing everything that I needed to do, thinking through all of the the different steps that need to go on in order for it to be done, prepping the fabric, packing, making sure I have everything, the lashes, the this, the that, like all of that has to go into it. And I'm actually doing this shoot out of the state. So I got to make sure that I pack everything because I can't, I can't mess this up. And my week has been kind of hectic. So I'm now just getting to the place where I can focus on being creative. And just like it would be, I'm, I felt overwhelmed yesterday. And yes, I waited to the last minute to do what what needed to be done because I had the fabric for a minute. Um, Yes, I allowed life to get in the way. And also Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, like let's just keep it a buck. I got distracted. Even with my list of of things to do, right? I still allowed distractions to come in. And um. And so I got to yesterday and I was like, so, so overwhelmed. And I even text one of my girlfriends and I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. Like, I don't even feel good about what I'm doing. I don't even feel good about what I'm, what I'm working on and what I'm preparing for and what I'm supposed to be doing. And I almost said, bump it. And I'm talking about, you know, couple, couple, couple hundred couple hundred 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 dollars in I'm like I don't even care like cancel it you know train tickets for photo shoot makeup uh stylist all of that paid for clothes shoes accessories the whole nine all of that paid for and I'm like I don't feel like doing this I'm about to quit and so this morning I got up around 5 30 and I um, went to my office where I'm sitting now, which is also, I call it like my prayer room. Um, got on the floor like I have done before. Yes, we rebuke all of that, right? <laughs> I got on the floor um, 
like I like I do when I really need to talk to God. Like for me, it's the floor. I don't know. It's something about this floor or the floor. Even in, when I lived in my parents' house, I would get on the floor um, in my room and that would be my space. So I got on the floor um, up here and I just began to tell God where I was. And I literally found myself saying, God, I don't even know what to say, but this is where I am. <laughs> this is where I am. If you guys are on Instagram right now, you would see some of these comments. Somebody say, can you, can you demonstrate? Listen, if this cool, if this mic could reach, I would, but I got on the floor. I mean, and I laid flat back on the floor and I said, God, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know why I feel this way because I know that you put something inside of me. I know that you gifted me with, with this gift. I recognize that you even gave me the vision and the provision to bring it to pass, but I don't feel like I'm good enough in this season to do this next thing. So let me just give y'all a little, a little bit more. So I launched the boutique in, um, Child, when did I launch the boutique? The summertime, okay, a couple of months ago. And although everything went according to the plan that I had, when I took a step back and I looked at what I had created, when I looked at what um, everything came out to be, although I loved it and I was great, and I'm you know cont continuously grateful. Yes, I launched in April. Thank you. Although um, all of that looked great, I said, this still needs some work because it's not in the target audience of the people that I want to ultimately reach. And um, I reached out to one of my girlfriends. She's a friend of the podcast, uh, Lee Salter from the Lee Salter Creative Firm. If you do not know or have not connected with Lee Salter, you are living under a rock and it's time to come out. I need you to go onto Instagram and go to at Lee, L-E-E, Salter and check out her work. She does amazing work. She's a creative director. She has an eye for styling, photography, as well as, um, you know, all things beautiful and, and luxurious. And she happens to be one of my uh, close girlfriends. Her and I went to high school together. And, um... She, I got on a call with her and she gave me some very open and honest feedback, which I appreciated because at the end of the day, my whole thing is I have a goal to reach and I know what God said. So I did everything that I could do. And then the next stage was, well, let, let God do the rest. That's the way I've been living my life for the last couple of um, months to even a year. I've been saying the same thing over and over. Let me do everything within my power and then let God do the rest. So that's what I did. So when I had that conversation with her at first, she was like, um, there are some things that I want to tell you, but I want to, you know, kind of like spare your feelings. And I said, absolutely not. First of all, you could have charged me for this call because this is in your lane and this is what you do, but you did it. So the least I could do is listen. 
And then she, you know, began to tell me all of the things that she loved about the brand and all of the things that she saw could be um, challenges and conflicts for the people that I'm trying to attract. And then she said, but I want to help you and I want to work with you. And so my next thing was, okay, so when we doing this, because here's what I've learned to, to um, here's what I've learned. And we, today we're talking about five things to do instead of quitting. So I'm going to get to that in one second. I'm just giving you the back story of where I've been over the last couple of, um, the last day or so. But, um, I said, um, here's, here's what I'm going to do. Now that you have given me this opportunity to work with you, what I'm not going to do is be one, talking over you while you talking and two, thinking I'm getting, I'm going to get on this call like, no, but I did it this way because, and yada, yada, like, no, I wasn't going to do that. And three, I took action immediately. So all the stuff that she said to implement, I did that immediately, which I didn't, I did a whole live on that before. You can go back and watch it. I think it's saved somewhere. But anyway, I said all of that to say. Although I had launched in April, I now am preparing for the next level up. So I did everything that I knew to do. But then after taking her feedback, I'm like, okay, Michelle, we got to level up and we got to do it quickly. And so over the last, you know, couple of weeks, her and I have been talking and the time is now coming where we're about to, um, we're about to shoot. And I'm preparing for that. And yesterday, like I said, I was, I was, um, I felt defeated. I felt overwhelmed. I felt like I wasn't good enough. Um, and I began to, you know, have a little self-doubt, even a little self-sabotage. Right. And so I almost quit. And so this morning when I got, um, on my back before the, on my back before the Lord, um, you know, I told him exactly where I was and I left it at that. Went downstairs and, you know, went about my day. And throughout the day, um, God dropped this in my spirit that I want to share with you all. Um, he dropped five things to do instead of quitting. All right. So here's the first thing. The first thing is, okay, the very first thing that you should do instead of quitting is pray well first pray but don't just pray pray specific prayers sometimes we are not where we need to be mentally emotionally and all of that because and simply because we are not praying specific prayers. We say, God, I want you to do this and I want you to do that. But even in that, we're not specific enough. And so this morning I got before the Lord and I prayed specific prayers. And I even went back to, um, as a matter of fact, sorry for the pop, you know, I'm from East Orange. Um, but yesterday, I don't know if all of y'all saw, Tabitha Brown came out with a video where she talked about she, um, she retired her husband from um from working which is huge and a goal of mine as well so i i got in my phone and i wrote my listen it's right here it says the tabitha brown list like i got look we i need that same faith that tabitha brown had to manifest all the things that um i want to bring to pass so i sat and i wrote down my tabitha brown list 
Okay. So even when I was praying this morning, I reflected back on that. And I said, God, these are the things that I'm believing you for. And if I quit now, I'll never be able to manifest those things. And it's bad enough that you've given me the talent to, you've given me the creativity to, you've given me the resources to, and anything else that I ask you, you will already, you've already promised to do. So who am I to give up now? And I literally had to check myself in those moments. And um, I'm gonna get, well, there's another point, but I'm gonna get to that separately. But by praying specific prayers, what it did was it helped me to remember the very things that A, I asked God for and B, God promised me he would do. So it, right in that moment. And so I, I need us to understand how important it is to not just pray, but pray believing and pray specifically or fervently. Because in doing that, the Bible says that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. We have to, actually, it doesn't say that. It says the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. We have to be um, effectual in our prayers. We have to be specific. Absolutely. Erica says, I've been having moments all week and those moments have led me directly to God in prayer. Absolutely. And that's the right approach. We got to be, we have to be prayerful and be specific in our prayers. Okay. So that's the first thing to do before you quit. Stop (laughs) and pray. Like stop talking in the mind chatter, get your emotions together and get before God. The second thing to do, the second thing to do, instead of quitting, instead of giving up, is to remove unnecessary expectations. Can we talk about that for a second? Because sometimes those unnecessary expectations come from us. Things that we done, I mean, we just went all down the road. We had this idea or what we're going to do. Even our mind chatter, Erica, will take us all the way down the road. And we just, before we know it, we have all these unspoken and even unwarranted expectations that came out of nowhere that we now hold ourselves to. When I launched my brand in April, I just had all these like First of all, I mean, it's, it's great to, to dream and to dream big. And of course I do. I would have never been able to, um, I would have never even launched had I not. But um, I, I put so many, I put some expectations on myself unknowingly that I had to shake off. Like yesterday, I had to shake them off. Like, nah, I, I am going to do what I set out to do. And it doesn't have to work the first time or be perfect the first time. And it is okay to start over even if you just started. It is okay to start over if you're 20 years in. It is okay to um, revamp the vision because sometimes that's what has that's what has to be done. Sometimes we have to revamp 
the very thing that we thought it was going to be. I always talk about how right here on my desk, I have this 6, 12, and 18 month plan. Y'all know about this, right? I talk about this all the time. But when I go back and look at it now, because I wrote this, um, I wrote this, I think in like 20, 2018 maybe. So when I go back and I look at it now, some of the stuff, some of these goals is too low for where for where I want to be and where God wants to take me. And then some of this stuff, it just, although it, you know, it makes sense, it's simply too low of a goal. And so the, the vision sometimes has to be revamped. And it could, it actually, it can go both ways. Sometimes we are... Um, not thinking too, too high or too lofty, but we just have to be careful that we are not putting expectations that are outside of what the overall intention or the vision is. And then sometimes the expectations don't come from ourselves, but they come from other people. Oh, girl, when you do this, oh, God, it's going to do this for you. You're going to have to do that. Then you got to do that. Then you got to do this. Then you got. And then how you going to be able to um do that with a kid and with a husband and with a this and with a that? Like all these expectations that people don't put on. How could you how could you do that if you, you know, and be go to school and start a new job and just all these limiting beliefs that people trying to be helpful, maybe not even trying to, you know, they, what they say all the time, I'm not trying to discourage you, but let me just say this, like, okay, I hear you, but that's your limiting belief. And even sometimes I had to train my mind that when I listen to people now, I'm listening with a lens. Unless I trust you, like, I got to listen with the lens because what you're not going to do is put unnecessary, unwarranted, I did not invite you to put expectations on me, especially when they're limiting beliefs that you have. I got to put a pin right there because that happens too often in families, in friendships, in domestic relationships, in platonic relationships. Yes, you have to listen, Erica says, with or for their assignment. Listen, I'm listening to you, but I'm going to listen to you with a lens because I need to make sure that what you're telling me lines up with what God said. It lines up with the vision. It, it doesn't contradict what I know in my heart I need to do. And so I always listen with a lens. Until I get to a place when I like really trust you. And I mean really, really trust you. Okay. Ask my husband. <laughs> Ask my husband. He always, because he, I'm, I'm, I'm good for a year, but, you know, just because I'm listening with a lens. Okay. Um, but that's healthy. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with questioning when somebody says something like, okay, um, but what about this? Because God said that. And in my heart, I feel to do this. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. So that's uh, two. So the first thing to do instead of quitting is to pray specific prayers. The second thing to do instead of quitting is remove unnecessary expectations, whether they be from yourself or from other people. Hey, intentional people. I had to interrupt the show to tell you about a resource that I know we can all benefit from. 
As go-getters and goal-getters, sometimes we get stuck. We get hindered and we find ourselves needing help in one area or another. I know personally, I lived for many years hindered by the opinions of others, which led to many insecurities and setbacks. It took more than prayer to get me out of the funk that I was in. What helped so much was talking to a licensed therapist who helped me get to the root of my issues so that I could build myself back up to see myself as God sees me. I began seeing a therapist on a consistent basis and it changed my life. This is why I'm so excited to tell you about BetterHelp.com. It is a secure online professional counseling service that is available for clients worldwide. Let me tell you about four things I absolutely love about this service. First, there is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network that may not be locally available in many areas. You can log on to your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so that you never have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room like with traditional therapy. BetterHelp.com is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Progress on Purpose podcast listeners get a special discount of 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com P-O-P, which helps save more money off of this amazing service. Visit BetterHelp.com P-O-P to start a conversation today. You never know. It may be the most important conversation of your life. That's BetterHelp.com P-O-P. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash P-O-P. Let's get back to the show. The third thing to do, um, instead of quitting, instead of giving up, is keep the end in mind. Keep the end in mind and employ the 15-minute rule. Does anybody know what the 15-minute rule is? If you know what the 15-minute rule is, go ahead and put it in the chat, okay? But let's talk about keeping the end in mind. Know what your goal is. And know that the goal that you have, like I was telling you with my, my tab at the brown list, I know what the goals are. And because I know what the goals are, it literally pushes me. It, it helped me get over the edge because I'm like, if I don't do this step, I'll never get to step B. I'll never get to step C. And so I'm keeping the end in mind the entire time, even though it's challenging, even though I wanted to quit, even though, um, like for me, with this, um, with the, 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 the photo shoot that I'm doing next week, I'm working with silks and satins and I've never worked with silks and satins before I'm used to working with cottons so now I'm I'm in a whole different element 
And not only am I in a whole different element, but the product itself, because of the the nature of the fabric and because of what I'm creating, it's going to have a whole different look. Similar, but different. Similar, but also different, um, different uh, functionality. Okay. So now, I'm, and for a point yesterday, I was like, oh man, this is going to be so different that I don't even know if I should do it. And what I had to quickly remember was the end in mind. See, the end goal is not to do, you know, create whatever Michelle wants to create. No, the end in mind is to create what the 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 mission is, which is to create a product that speaks for itself for that woman who when she walks in the room and it's, it has to be something that she can wear and feel confident in. And so I got to keep doing it till I get it right. But let's talk about the 15 minute rule. So although we are keeping the end in mind, I also said to employ the 15 minute rule. The 15 minute rule is do something, <laughs> do something related to the task, related to whatever it is that you are working towards, you know, your end goal for 15 minutes. You know, when I found out about this rule, when I started working out, because when I started working out, I literally was so finicky about going to the gym. I wanted to go, I wanted to go, I wanted to go. But I will always find a reason not to. And while I was working one day, talking to this guy, he's also a personal trainer. He was like, just go for 15 minutes every day. And he said, by doing that, you're going to see that every time you go, you're going to do something. And so I call that the 15 minute rule because we have to use that same mentality to get what we need done. Nobody said that we got to spend an hour and a half every night working towards our goal. Sometimes all we need is 15 minutes. So last night, like I told you, I was ready to quit, but I didn't. I sat down, I cut some fabric out. And when I was done cutting the fabric, I was done. I didn't put the expectation on myself to sew. I didn't put the expectation on myself to do nothing else. I just gave myself 15, 20 minutes and I was out of there. And even by doing that, it lightened the load for today, but it also helped me to see what I needed to do today. So step three in terms of five things to do instead of quitting is keep the end in mind and employ the 15 minute rule. Okay, just give yourself 15 minutes. Give yourself 15 minutes towards whatever it is that you do, <laughs> what you do. Okay, Erica says, I use the rule with cleaning. I power clean for 15 minutes daily. That's excellent. That's excellent. Maybe I should employ that as well because, honey, yeah, that's a whole nother chore. And maybe I should employ that with cooking. I might be a happier chef. You never know, okay? All right, so we have three so far of the five things to do instead of quitting. Pray specific prayers. Two, remove unnecessary expectations that either came from yourself or other people. Three, keep the end in mind and employ the 15-minute rule. Okay, and I want to read a quote real quick by Dale Carnegie. It says, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, 
Don't sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. So that right there just tells us, listen, sitting there not doing it ain't going to do nothing. Okay? You got to conquer whatever it is by putting it to action, even if it's just 15 minutes. Yes, I love that, Erica. Okay, number four. And this is what helped me so much yesterday when I was ready to quit. When I sent that text message like, I'm overwhelmed. I don't want to do this. Let's cancel it. I don't care how much I paid for it. Accountability. Number four is accountability. You have to, if you believe in yourself, if you believe in what God has placed inside of you, please understand that it will not come to pass without accountability. And I can confidently say that. It won't come to pass without accountability. I got scripture for it. Habakkuk 2 and 2. It says, write the vision and make it plain so that when others read it, they will know how to carry it out. That's the paraphrase version. Okay. But that piece right there is that accountability piece. Somebody has got to hold you accountable for the vision. And that accountability partner should also be a cheerleader when it, when necessary. And also, not just a cheerleader, but somebody who you trust, who could speak back into you when you need to come off the ledge. That's what I had and was in need of yesterday and I got. And that helped so much. We need someone who's going to help to hold us accountable, not just cheer us on during the good times, but also like, nah, 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 you can't do that. No, I'm not going to let you do that. No, uh, 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 get up. I'm going to sit with you. We're going to sit on this phone and you're going to get this done. (laughs) And that's the kind of thing that sometimes we need, right? So I'm grateful. If you don't have someone in your life who, or you, you may feel that the people in your life, um, don't fit the bill to help hold you accountable, reach out to me. Okay. I do have an accountability, accountability group. I'm growing it, but we are, um, we are a growing community. And what I can say is that right now in the accountability group that I have, it's called the inner ball society, 100%, 100%. Of the women who are a part of this community, this society, is seeing the results of the very things that they said they wanted to do. That they said God put on their heart to do. 100%. Okay? Simply because we are holding each other accountable. We are there for each other as cheerleaders. We are there to encourage one another. We are there to... um, you know, talk, talk out or speak against negativity. We are just there to be vulnerable and it's really a beautiful community. So if that's something that you want to be a part of, send me a DM, let me know. Progress on Purpose podcast. I can add you to the group. Okay. But that is important. And then number five, number five. The fifth thing to do instead of quitting is, of course, to remember why you started 
and who you started for. Remember why you started and who you started for. It's not just en- it's not just good enough to remember why you started. Because sometimes the why without remembering the who can be it can leave you a little flaky, okay? I can give you an example. Not even an example. I don't need to give you an example. What we need to understand is that everything that we do, we are doing for and with purpose. So, and usually it's connected to someone, right? It's usually connected to someone. Why does a parent decide to go back to school? Usually it's because... That parent wants to either A, be better for their children, make more money, be in a better position to make more money, B, for themselves to decide, or or they have decided rather that this is something that um, they set out to do years ago and they want to finish that vision. All of that is the, the who, whether it's you or it's, someone in your family, or even your target audience. Who are you trying to reach? Who are you trying to help with the very thing that you decided to do? One of the reasons why, although I'm not as consistent as I want to be and used to be, and I'm trying to get back there, y'all pray, um, with the podcast is because um, sometimes I allow life to get in the way. But one of the reasons why I keep coming back is because I remember why I started. And I remember who I want to help. I decided that I wanted to help aspiring Christian women, um, entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs who sometimes get stuck. Sometimes we just get stuck and we need that encouragement. We need somebody to um, be in our corner. We need help with systems and processing and being able to organize our life. We need that. We need that help. And I wanted to stand in the gap for that woman who was like me, not knowing what, the, being super creative, but not knowing the how, not knowing or not even believing enough to know what the next step should be not believing in yourself at times enough to not self-sabotage right all of that I had to overcome in order to get to a place where I can now freely start a business launch a business and bring that business to be successful I can honestly say that the very things that I put my hand on in the last couple of years has been successful. I was looking over some of the goals that I wrote down in 2017. I was looking at them not too long ago, maybe a couple of hours ago. And there were four goals that I wanted to reach in a five year span. Two of them I achieved. Now, when I tell you I ain't looked at this list in four years. I haven't looked at the list since 2017. But I wrote them down, and when I looked today, I was like, oh, snap. One of them was I wanted to buy a house. I did buy a house. Come on, Michelle. 
Another, the other one was I wanted to reach a certain um, amount of money and revenue in, in my business. And I did. I didn't even realize it, but I did. And that just speaks to the power of manifesting. And honey, that's why I did my tab at the brown list yesterday. Because honey, I had to step my faith up. Okay. And the, the, things, the other two things that are on the list, I want them to happen too. And they will. Matter of fact, one of them I'm real close to had no idea that those things were even still a thing because I forgot about them. But the good thing about it is that God did it. And so I want to end here with that. You can't quit because the very thing that you told God that you wanted, the very thing that God placed inside of you to do gave you permission to do, he hasn't forgotten. You might have forgot, but he hasn't forgotten. And just like with Tab, she said, God, in five years, I want to retire my husband. It took 15, but God didn't forget. <laughs> it took 15. And Tab could have got to year number five and said, well, God, I, I mean, we had a deal. <laughs> but she held her faith. Her faith didn't waver. And we got to be, we have to be that way as well. The very things that you have asked God for, the very things, I mean, and make them big, audacious, lofty, like wild, wildly faithiest goals, (laughs) wildly faithiest goals. I mean, real faithy. Okay. Trust God to perform those things. And. I believe he's going to do them on his timetable, not, not ours. Okay. But I believe that it will come to pass. So that's why we can't quit. That's why we got to pray specifically. That's why we have to have to remove unnecessary expectations. Cause guess what? They didn't come from God. They came from other people and they probably came from us, from ourselves when we get in our little crazy moment. We got to keep the end in mind and employ that 15 minute rule. Sometimes all you could do is 15 minutes of whatever it is and then you quit it. But at least you got it done. We have to be accountable to someone. Okay, that's number four. And I want to even say, make that someone tangible. Like, yeah, we accountable to God, but... Let's, let's find someone that we could, uh, you know, have a dialogue with, okay, in, in real time. And there's nothing wrong with it. Um, that's actually the way the world was designed. Um, Adam and Eve, read the book, you'll find out. Okay, Genesis. They were accountability partners. It didn't work out in the beginning, but they was that's what they were designed to do. Um, and number five, remember why you started and who you started for, okay? That is all for today's episode, honey. Make sure that if you love the episode, you're listening to it, you wanna share it, go ahead and hit that share button. If you're on Instagram, I am gonna leave this live up. I'm also going to um, pin it. But also, um, if you're listening to this podcast episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, make sure that you share it with someone, honey. Do not keep it to yourself because this episode was too good to keep to yourself, okay? We talked about five things to do instead of quitting. So listen, you ain't got no excuse 
You got work to do, as a matter of fact. And guess what? You already had permission to do it because God gave you the gift. So that means that you got permission to use it. Point blank and period, okay? I'm out of here. I will see everybody very soon. All right, take care.